I'm so excited to talk to you guys about today's sponsor, Pros. Pros is the custom beauty brand that is all over your feed. I had been wanting to try them for so long. And when I tell you guys that I put on my Instagram story that they were going to be sponsoring the podcast, I got so many genuine organic responses from my following of people being like, oh my God, I love Pros. I've been using it for years. So don't even just take it from me, but take it from the genuine people that reached out agreeing with me about how much they love Pros. And when Pros says custom, they actually mean it. Each and every bottle of Pros custom hair and skincare is made to order and personalized with a unique blend of naturally powerful and proven effective ingredients to meet your needs. Their in-depth consultation analyzes over 80 factors for a complete view of your life and beauty goals. One of the coolest parts of the questionnaire that I thought was they literally asked me about my location and my zip code so that they could understand how hard the water is here, what the UV index is like, if it's cold, if it's dry, and all of that goes into these truly personalized products. Pros even did a third-party, double-blind, dermatologist-supervised controlled clinical study, aka the gold standard in research studies, and Pros proved that personalization works better than off-the-shelf alternatives. So try it for yourself and get your healthiest hair in 30 days or your money back. Pros is so confident that you'll love your results that they're offering the Artie Friends listeners an exclusive trial offer so that you can see the difference custom care can make. 50% off your first subscription order at pros, P-R-O-S-E dot com slash Artie Friends. That's pros.com slash Artie Friends for your free consultation and 50% off your one-of-a-kind formulas. Pros.com slash Artie Friends. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.
Hello, and welcome back to the Artie Friends Podcast. This is Allison. And this is Kara. Today, we're going to be having kind of almost like our part three honest conversation about drinking, but the angle this time is going to be more about how to achieve the mindset of alcohol neutrality, which is a term we made up yesterday by accident. Maybe it's already a thing, but... I Googled it. I could not find anything Really? I found okay. the neutrality for like pH balance, no. <laughs> you know, so I did look it up and maybe there's a similar concept with a different name, but this name does not exist. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, you heard it here first. Woo. This kind of stemmed because recently someone asked me like how I felt about my body. And I was like, I feel like I have body neutrality. And they were like, what is that supposed to mean? I'm like, I don't hate my body. I don't like wish I had a different body, but I'm not like, oh my God, sign me up to be a Victoria's Secret model. I have the best body in the world. Like it does its job. It gets me from A to B. And Karen and I were kind of talking about that. And then it led us into talking about People, alcohol yeah. and drinking, which yes. we'll tell all these stories. And then we were kind of like, wait, yeah, I think the goal is just like alcohol neutrality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think we can get totally more into that in a little bit. Yeah. Because I love what we'll say about this explanation because it's just, yeah, it's so in line with body neutrality. And I love that you thought of it because it totally makes so much sense with what we hope society can view get alcohol in the future. Yeah. And sobriety and choosing to not drink or choosing to drink, just any of those. So. 100%. So first, catch up a little bit. Yes. Share our peaks of the week and then we'll do a deep dive. Yeah. And also this is so appropriate because you're coming up on two years of being sober from alcohol. Thank you. Thanks. Yeah. June 5th will be two full years alcohol free. That's crazy. Which is wild. I simultaneously feel like it's been 10 years while also being like two months. (laughs) Like I know I used to be a crazy party girl, but I almost, I'm like, that was like a different me. Like that was just like a different person. like 10 years ago. Yeah, I don't know. But it wasn't. Mm -mm. It's true. (laughs) I also feel like when you are alcohol free, time does kind of move slower. Maybe for Mm. me, because I had kind of like a blacking out problem and then like a hangover problem. (laughs) Like I would actually like literally lose time. Yeah. But now I'm like, no, every day. 24 hours, 48 (laughs) hours, depending on how bad it was. Oh my God. No, I never had a 48 hour hangover. That would be good. (laughs) Some people are really down for the count. Oh God. No, usually one day. I feel like I don't think I ever took longer than like 4 p.m. the next day to resurrect. Yeah. Thankfully. I mean, that's still not good. (laughs) Yeah. That's still like, okay, going to sleep in five hours again. But yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. So you're in Omaha. Yes. Still here. Updates from me. Just reliving all my favorite Omaha things this week. Of course, back at New Wave, one of the faves. Just the best vibes here. Of course, checked out 1404. It's gorgeous. If you haven't been yet, you need to go. Allison's new store, newest venture. It's so cute. And I told her it looked like a movie set. I feel like I'm on the set of a movie and it's just like a cute curated store. Wow. That is just like such a nice compliment, (laughs) especially for like a secondhand shop because normally one doesn't usually think like... You don't walk into your local Goodwill. (laughs) and be like, wow, this is gorgeous. What movie would that be? Just kidding. But yeah, no, super cute. Love that. So that's a new venture, but also went back to Blue Sushi. Got some lunch there with my brother and Morgan, his girlfriend. We went to the zoo. Loved it. There was actually though, a lot of things were closed. So I was kind of bummed, but we did go to the aquarium. That was so fun. The desert dome. It's this big 
indoor desert. And yeah, there's just some really cool things at the zoo. And if you don't know, we've said this a million times, but Omaha is one of the best zoos and it was very good. It was fun to go back to. What is your favorite animal at the zoo <laughs> that you get excited to see? Oh my gosh, I got so excited to see uh, a tiger today. They have this super cool new, I mean, it's not new, but to me it's new. This It's called Asia Highlands Exhibit. And there was a tiger like three feet in front of us, just like oh my God. laying in a creek, like swimming. It was so cool. I got like a jump scare because he came around the corner. It was right there. I'm like, whoa. He was just like laying in the river. So cute. That's amazing. I haven't, <laughs> yeah. that's new to me as well. I haven't got to see mm-hmm. that exhibit yet either. Yeah, I feel good. like it's fairly new, maybe like five years old. But yeah, no, it was really good. And we were bummed because the largest indoor rainforest is at the zoo, but it was closed for, I don't know, maintenance and stuff. I'm sure they're getting ready for summer and the College World Series. But I was kind of bummed because Morgan wanted to see that because that, that's really cool too. Yeah. The rainforest. But just next time. Oh my God, I have so many memories. Maybe yeah, wait, what's your favorite animal? at the zoo um maybe the elephants oh my gosh so cool they had two babies uh, yeah and I like how they're like off also when I was a kid I thought the zoo was like massive well it, I, it, 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 is. it is yeah but like way bigger I'm sure like I thought yeah. it was like the size of like a state probably <laughs> as a kid like I felt like it took hours to get all the way to the back and yeah. then whatever the last time I went like sometime in adulthood I was like everything is so much closer than I remember it as yeah. a kid and I feel like there's so many things like that when we're kids like you think like this playground is massive and there's actually like two swings and a slide or yeah. something and you go yeah. back and you're like wait it's so small no that definitely <laughs> happened because I was like we're gonna need the whole day like it's so big and we were able to walk it in three hours. But I think, because there was, like, the jungle was closed. This, like, lemur exhibit was closed. And the orangutans mm. and, like, gorilla house was closed, too. So there was a lot of closed things. So I think maybe it would have been, for, like, four hours. But, yeah, that's still way... I thought it was going to be a nine-to-five thing. Like, I thought we were going to be there all day. But you're so right. Like, when you're older, you can kind of walk it a lot faster. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, those are my updates. Love Omaha. If you've never been and you haven't been to Nebraska, you need to knock Nebraska off your 50 states. You're trying to go to all states. Definitely do Omaha. It's very cute and fun. Yeah, I would love for you guys to come and stay at the Airbnb and then come to the shops and do all the things. Oh, yeah. And then I guess Airbnb update. I stayed there. It's great. I can confirm. You should book it. Super cute. If you wanted to do content even or take cute pictures in it, like 100% the place to do that. Mm-hmm. You can get some really cute mirror selfies, like the dining table set up really cute and the sunroom is adorable. So thanks. Like, yeah, like if a couple wanted to do like an intimate home shoot, but maybe their house like wasn't yeah. photo worthy. Or if you're just traveling and want somewhere cute. Yeah. I marked it on Airbnb as commercial photography allowed. So please come take photos. I do not care. Yeah, like boudoir would be really good there. Or yeah, just like a yeah, an intimate. I've seen people do that where they'll like bake or something. Like take photos. Yeah. It's cute cute. and homey. Yeah. Okay. What are updates with you? Mm, Really? There was just so many I's to dot and T's to cross with the Airbnb. Like I still, even this morning, I'm like, wait, there's dust on this thing. And I like got to go get another bath mat, just like random little stuff. But there will probably be random little stuff for it for quite a while still. Mm -hmm. I'm also going to out myself of not knowing what a carbon monoxide reader (laughs) did. (laughs) So I, this was when Kara first got here, I, the Airbnb was very much not ready yet. Like still had a lot. I hadn't even put it on Airbnb's website yet. So we were like kind of going through things and I was like, do I have a carbon monoxide reader? And I'm like, no, I know I have a smoke alarm because I've like heard it go off before. I was like, I don't know if I have a carbon monoxide reader. And Kara's like, excuse me. You're like showing me the listing. You're like, this is what it looks like. Am I missing anything? 
thing. And it says like carbon monoxide detector, not at this Airbnb. I'm like, well, you have one. So why'd you check that? You're like, I don't think I have one. I'm like, wait, let's go look. And then I got a flashback to three years ago when we moved <laughs> in and it must have like the batteries must have been going out. And so it would beep all the time. And I can't have that. That is killing the vibe. I was like, what the fuck is this beeping thing? And I just like ripped it out of the wall, threw it in, <laughs> threw it in the drawer. Because you're like, I have a smoke detector. So what's this? Yeah. I swear to God, my last three, four apartments like didn't have this thing because or it was hidden somewhere. I don't know. But I did look it up in the state of Nebraska. You have to have one. So I'm sure they did have one hidden somewhere. In some states, you even have to have one in every room, I found out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's crazy. Like but, your past places, you think they probably had one? Or maybe it was attached have. with the smoke detector. Maybe some do both. I don't know. Yeah, maybe like a ceiling one. Yeah. But this one was like a wall plug-in one. So we're learning. And, we, and yeah, you had them just in the cabinet. Just in the drawer. In the drawer, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we're like, oh, batteries. definitely put those in. <laughs> And I was like, you could literally die in your sleep. You wouldn't know. So apparently I've just been raw dogging it out here, <laughs> living in a downtown area with old plumbing. With a gas stove, with a washer dryer. Because <laughs> I was like, well, what even is, what causes carbon monoxide leaks? And it was like, gas stove, dryer. And we're like, oh yeah, you have all these things. <laughs> I, for some reason, I only thought carbon monoxide was like if a car was like a, or a garage was attached to a house and you like left the car on running in the garage, in the garage, the garage were closed. Yeah. That's like, the same thing. It is. But for like, I thought that was the only thing that they were for. Mm-hmm. And since we don't have a garage here, like I didn't really, I'm like, what, where's the carbon monoxide going to come from? <laughs> like you can't get us. It's fine. So I just thought it was from cars. Yeah. But it's also from just like it's pipe all gas leaks. things. I yeah. Guess. So. So if you didn't know, now you guys know. Yeah. Make sure yours is running. I told Allison that ours had been beeping in the basement for a month. I unplugged it. I'm like, this is a good reminder to go plug that back in, even mm. though we have them on the main floor and upstairs. But yeah, we, we yeah, fixed we don't the batteries. Want any of you guys to die from not having a carbon? Because that's tell the story about yeah. the girls. Uh, also, pro tip get a portable carbon monoxide detector for when you're traveling. I know that I need to order one of these because I don't know if you guys saw on the news, but in October, I think three tourists, their Airbnb in Mexico City, said it had the carbon monoxide detector and it was dead and there was a leak and they all died. So it's really sad. Literally so tragic. So people are bringing them everywhere now and I'm th- it's $30 on Amazon. We can even link it in our show notes, but I feel like that is a good thing to buy. Just bring, because you never know. Yeah, even a hotel in you- like a foreign country where maybe like, it might not be a law there. Mm-hmm, yeah. Or as accessible. Yeah, it's definitely something we're super trusting of that because you can't see it, you can't smell it. Anywho. Any- yeah, <laughs> on to happier things. Yes, <laughs> um, okay. Well, other updates. Uh, I'll give you guys one boxing update, then we'll move on. So last week I said, I don't know, Maybe I'm considering fighting. Of course, yesterday, last night at practice, the coach was like, hey, so there's a tournament. I don't know why he said hey like that. He's a guy. That's not how he said it. (laughs) Hey, girly. (laughs) There was a tournament in July and they were like, do you want to sign up? And I was like, uh, I don't know, maybe. And the requirement is that you've had to have been a member for 12 weeks. And I will Mm -hmm. like have exactly been a member for like 12 or 13 weeks by that point. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, is that a sign? I don't know. So... I'm still considering, but that even made it more real. I feel like us talking about it, like planted the seed to the universe and it was like, okay, well, do you want to do it or not? Because here's your chance. Yeah. 
Okay, so Peaks of the Week, so we can carry on. Yes. Um, well, that's exciting. We'll have to stay tuned for what you decide. Eek. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yes. Peak of the Week, I would just say, is just seeing all my Omaha homies, you know? Connecting with the friends from high school. Because I, yeah, I haven't lived here since high school. And I guess I lived here for like eight months after graduation, so that's a lie. But I didn't make any new friends then. <laughs> it was yeah. all my old friends still. So yeah, just seeing all my old friends, seeing you, being in person. This has been so re-energizing. I feel like it is a creative burst when we're together in person. We have the physical ability to work on things together. Mm-hmm. I think you guys would be very impressed if you saw how Kara and I work. Like literally, <laughs> if we allowed people to watch us navigate through one day, they would be like, oh, this is how everything gets done. Like the amount that we both put into one day is insane. And I feel like we're just really chaotic. We jump from topic to topic, but like we're both following, so it's fine. And we'll work on like 16 different things and they'll all just get like gradually done. And but it, it, and we it knock works. some things up. Yeah. yeah, it works. Yeah, and it's good. So everything's making progress, all the different areas. Fully living 14 tabs open at all times. Oh, yeah. In the brain, out, the mess, the the ideas. It's just... <laughs> I love it. A whole thing. We're not one track-minded. No way. Yeah. So that was your peak. Yes. Seeing Omaha people. Okay. My peak was going to dinner with Clay at her favorite restaurant, Pitch. I also feel like... Okay, the food there is amazing, but it's like the one place I'll allow myself to have some dairy mm-hmm. because they have this really good pasta that mm-hmm. I like and it has some dairy in the sauce. And so when we go, we just fully, like, we order the app. We both get an entree. (laughs) And this last time we had, like, a cool, young, like, good-looking server. And also pro tip, if you're, like, if you're a server, I'm sure you know this, but it's, like, the, the cute dude obviously had to, like, befriend Clay because he's, like, I can't be, like, Flirting with, with your girl. girlfriend. Yeah. And if you're the girl and there's a couple, like you definitely have to make friends with the girl mm-hmm. so that it doesn't like ruin the vibe. Mm-hmm. But it was just like a very funny dinner exchange. And we had so much food because when, when we go, we like, it's our time to just order a lot. Yeah. And he came back and he was like, oh my God, you guys put all of that down? And we're like, <laughs> oh yeah, we're good eaters here. And we were laughing and we're like, you would actually be shocked that we have actually reduced the amount that we order here. We both used to also get like two cocktails and we both used to get our own appetizer, but we cooled down to reduce the gluttony. And he was like, I'm just like so shocked that you could eat all of that. (laughs) That's so funny. It's a pasta. Do you get a pizza too? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Because the pasta is so good and the pizza is so good. So we each split. Well, usually I eat three pieces of pizza, Clay eats five. Mm -hmm. And we split the pasta in half and it comes with um, those focaccia breads, Mm, two of them. So we each get a bread and then the fries for that. Wow. It's like the perfect like. That sounds amazing. And we need all, like all three are so different. So like we have to have all of them. Drop the pasta. What is it? Um, Well, we go back and forth between the scampi tagliatelle. Mm Mm-hmm. But shrimp on the side because Clay eats the shrimp. Or we get the paparadel sausage on the side. Yum. Sausage. And what's the pizza? Um, Thai pie chicken on half. <laughs> Ooh, yum. <laughs> so good. Okay, cool. You, do you like how I'm like rattling it off? No, I love like- it. I mean, you're regular, <laughs> clearly. Also, if you guys do want to do two apps, the other one was the Brussels sprouts. Oh, yeah. So fire. So good. Okay, love that. Should we read your guys' peaks? Yes. Okay, Hannah said, finishing up my second and last year of teaching this Friday, bittersweet. Congrats on a great career in teaching. Wishing you the best with whatever you do next. Julian said, reducing my food waste and feeling proud. Wow. That's so cool. Are are you composting? I would love to know. I almost decided to get a composter the other day. I was like, I had like a free hour and I was like, I should get a compost bin. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, oh, this is actually kind of a whole thing. (laughs) But it's on my bucket list for this summer. I feel like that would be a cute thing. So probably 
props to you for doing the thing. That's amazing. Cassie said, going on the best date with someone new that I've been seeing. Ooh la la. We love that. Hot mm-hmm. girl summer. You're about to be out of it, but we love this for you. And another gal named Jillian said, heading to Sri Lanka in a few days. Safe travels. Have so much fun. Wow. I've never been to Sri Lanka. That's so cool. Me either. Yeah. Well, oh my God. Can we give a little teaser? What is it? Oh, uh, guys, we had another uh, call about doing another trip next year. Mm-hmm. So if you didn't get in on the Costa Rica Already Friends trip this October, hold on to your seat because there's going to be <laughs> another trip next year. Yes. More announcements, more details coming soon, but January 2024 is the yeah goal. Proposed. Yeah, is the goal. Maybe February, but probably around then something warm mm-hmm. to flee the cold weather if you are a midwest girl northeast girl even mm. a little bit of the south gets cold yeah so everybody but california and arizona <laughs> and like the warm states vegas that's not a state nevada <laughs> so yeah if you're like us and would like to get out somewhere warm that's what we're thinking so yeah tentatively keep like that first week of january open that's what we're thinking the, yeah so yeah stay tuned for more Mm-mm. Um, other shouts really quick Patreon page we're starting that book club so head there patreon.com slash already friends to get bonus episodes every month plus that book club and podcast bibles live $25 if you want to start a podcast gives you everything how to start from A to Z alreadyfriendspodcast.com slash shop and that's it right yeah that's our announcements follow us on Instagram follow us on TikTok (laughs) join the Facebook page follow everything of course I'll be in the show notes but with that I think we can get into today's topic amazing okay so why we even even thought about this term, alcohol neutrality. Allison was saying it, you know, she thought about body neutrality and the actual conversation that brought up this idea. I had, I think I walked into your office or we walked in the other day. Oh, and I had just gotten a random PR package from Ritual, which is a non-alcoholic, zero-proof Spirits. Spirit, yeah. Company. I think they sent you like a tequila or something zero mm-hmm. proof. And we were just talking about the non-alcoholic industry, how you're, you post on TikTok that you've, you're sober and that, you know, those brands catch on, whatever. And I was like, oh, you know what's funny is I saw a TikTok recently of a girl saying that she thinks it's so cringy and embarrassing when people talk about sobriety and being sober on social media because she thought it was just, it's like you're making your whole personality about being sober. And it's just like, it's giving the same vibe someone putting their vegan in their Instagram bio. And it was just like such a savage, mean TikTok. She ended up deleting it. And I told Alice, I'm like, girl, a lot of the comments were like coming after this girl. Like, I mean, it's really not the same. And like, why does it bother you if someone's posting that they're sober? Like that actually helps a lot of people who are alcoholics or, but basically the comments were turned against her. I think there were a few that were like, yeah, it's so annoying. But like for the most part, everyone's like, uh, this is kind of a bad take. (laughs) That is something I love about TikTok, though, is that people will actually say this is a bad take. Yeah. Yeah. And because basically, yeah, the comments are like, uh, girl, this ain't it. Like, it's not annoying if someone's trying to be a voice for people who don't want to drink in a world that's so for drinking and where you can post like Alex Earl blacking out at the club and like mm-hmm. get a million likes and everyone's like loving it. So why does it bother you if someone posts about being sober? It, it just yeah. was very, it was a wild compare. I don't know. It was just interesting. And also making it the whole personality. I want to touch on that because I think if you're someone who was drinking a lot and then you do choose to explore a sober curious or a sober or an alcohol-free lifestyle, it is such a big shift that kind of similar to how if you are coming out of the closet, people are like, 
I know I'm making being gay my whole personality, but when you've been on the other side and the masses are straight or the masses are drinking alcohol and then you decide to come out or go sober, you're going against the grain and it can feel like a bit isolating and you're also just navigating such new waters of how to exist in the world. So you're definitely like a minority and for people who are trying to get sober or are thinking about it, there isn't that much content out there. Mm-hmm. And when I was first going through that journey for myself, like I had to dig high and low. Even two years ago, there was like hardly anything out there. And I was recently talking to someone who celebrated 11 years of sobriety. And they were talking about how 11 years ago, there was like literally nothing. Like it was basically like just AA and like maybe some books. But mm-hmm. there was not people making TikToks and Instagram pages and podcast episodes sharing their journey. So it can feel very, very isolating Mm -hmm. and embarrassing. And there could be like a lot of shame with it. And so by other people speaking out, it helps people be like, okay, I'm not alone and I can do this. And so the reason I started posting about it is because when I was first going through it, I had to look so hard for that content. I remember um, Lauren Elizabeth Mm-hmm. I think her podcast is called Mood. Oh, yeah. Do you know her? She yeah. was early on and sharing a lot about her alcohol journey. Mm-hmm. And Zach Efron mm-hmm. and um, Armchair Expert, Dax Shepard. Dax Shepard, yeah. Those were like the three big celebrity creators that I could find. And that was like really it. And I was like, okay, but where are like the people like me that were just like party college girls that are like kind of moving past the stage and trying to work on themselves and like don't want to do this anymore. So that is, I feel like Lauren Elizabeth was the most helpful Mm -hmm. for comparative to my journey. And so I started posting about it because I was like, I want to be the person that I wish that I had when I was in that space. And so, Mm -hmm. yeah, for someone to make a TikTok and be like, people are making their whole personality. It's so annoying. It's like, I'm sorry, it's annoying that someone is making a positive change in their life yeah and being a positive influence for people who maybe do have a drinking problem or like really do are gonna kill themselves if they keep drinking yes like it's more of a very serious thing than not eating meat like you know what I mean like when she's comparing it to making your whole personality being vegan I'm like yeah but people could die if they keep drinking all the time like no one's gonna die from not being I don't know it's just like the comparison wasn't there and that's where we drove our point to the whole, why isn't there just alcohol neutrality? And I feel like you said that. You're like, why Why can't we just not, right, comment? Or how would you word that? Well, I feel like the pendulum always swings so far to one side or the other, right? It's like we have this culture where it's all about drinking. It's at freaking everything from yoga to sporting events to bridal showers, like it's everywhere. And then now there's this whole movement of the anti, like there are non-alcoholic beers everywhere now. People are talking about it, which is amazing. But then- it's almost like divisive. You're on a side. Yeah. It's like you're either a drinker or a non-drinker. Yeah. And it's like, okay, it's in the same way of politics where it's like you're either Democrat or Republican. It's like, okay, but what about the entire middle area, which is actually like a good majority of the population? And so I'm like, why do we have to be either a drinker or a non-drinker? Like, just because I don't drink anymore doesn't mean I'm like Mm anti-drinking. Like, I just have tried to get to a point of alcohol neutrality where I'm like, I can go to an event and have people drinking. Like, I don't care. Or like, I could still get someone a bottle of wine for a gift. Like, I guess, you know, I'm not, I think there are times when alcohol is appropriate Mm -hmm. and there are times when it definitely gets abused. And yeah, that's like just trying to achieve that point of neutrality of being like, everyone can just stay in their own lane and do what works for them. Mm -hmm. 
As a retail shop owner, I know how important it is to have a good, reliable POS system. That's why I'm so excited about our sponsor today, Shopify. Shopify has already taken the cash register online, helping millions sell billions around the world. But did you know that Shopify can do the same thing at your retail store? Give your point of sale system a serious upgrade with Shopify. Shopify POS is your command center for your retail store. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify has everything you need to sell in person. With Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that effortlessly unites your in-person and online sales into one source. Track everything across your business in one place and know exactly what's in stock. Connect with customers both inline and online. Shopify helps you drive store traffic with plug and play tools built for marketing campaigns from TikTok to Instagram and beyond. Get hardware that fits your business. Take payments by smartphone, transform your tablet into a point of sale system, or use Shopify's POS Go Mobile device for a battle-tested solution. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash already friends. That is all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash already friends to take your retail business to the next Next level today. Shopify.com slash already friends. Thank you again to Shopify for sponsoring the already friends podcast. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach sweat platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.
Yeah, and how you're saying picking a side or the other. It's like every time we're in a drinking social setting, you have to pick your side. Why aren't you drinking? Like, oh, what are you drinking? And if in within the first 10 minutes of any scenario, you're being called out to join, are you sober or are you a drinker? And there's, like you said, no room for the middle ground. And I feel like that's why we're like, why is an alcohol neutrality thing? Can everyone just show up and not comment on what someone's drinking or ask them why they're not drinking? Can we all just just yeah. start the small talk and move on from that concept? Like you wouldn't yeah. go up to someone and be like, what size pant are you wearing? Right. <laughs> Yeah, like, like, are you pro going to work or are you pro stay at home? Like, it's just like, why is it so discussed at like every event? Like immediately. Yeah. Or just you wouldn't go up to someone and be like, who did you vote for in the 2020 election? Like, why is asking someone if they're drinking not more socially unacceptable? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Because it is such, you don't go up and say, are you on birth control? What medication are you on? Yeah. Because it is like a very personal choice. And I've also noticed how different someone's alcohol relationship is versus someone's relationship with say like other either drugs, pills, weed or whatever. To everyone around you, like your relationship with alcohol is like very public. People know what you like to drink. Like, are you a wine drinker? Are you the tequila girl? Do you love different types of beers versus like a lot of people's relationships, if they're like popping pills or they're smoking, is like a very private relationship usually. Mm-hmm. And it just seems like there are so many constant conversations around alcohol and like making it everyone's business. Yeah. Okay, and then kind of 180, but also piggybacking off of this. So to the body neutrality thing, if someone absolutely hates their body and they don't feel comfortable in their body, by them seeing things online that are like, love your body, love the skin you're in, they might be like, I just like, I can't get there. Like that journey is too far away for me. Like I'm not just going to wake up tomorrow and be like, oh my God, you're right. I'm obsessed with my body. Mm-hmm. But maybe achieving body neutrality is more achievable and seems more realistic for people if they're like, yeah, you know what? You're right. Like I can just not have an opinion really one way or the other. And then maybe after you feel comfortable in that setting with your body, then maybe you can move to loving your body. And for alcohol, if you are on one end of the spectrum or the other, if you're like, I hate when people drink, da 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 maybe being like, okay, maybe we can reel it back to the middle And for people that do drink that are annoyed by people posting about sobriety, being like, okay, maybe we could just ground ourselves in the middle here. Yeah. And piggybacking off of this, two thoughts. So one, I feel like people posting about sobriety is not cringy because we need more voices to make it more acceptable because there are people, like I said, who maybe have a problem or just want to not drink. And by seeing more voices out there, they know it's more normal. And like you said, just how there was no one 11 years ago saying it's okay to be sober curious or do a damp lifestyle, whatever you want, or just be fully sober. How many people 11 years ago, like maybe would have stopped drinking alcohol 11 years ago and even now maybe haven't or even just started a year or two ago. But then also I think if alcohol neutrality can become a thing, it would make people who want to be more sober curious or be sober, it would make it a lot easier for them because I know I was doing a dry month last month. I kind of accidentally did it, but then I was like, okay, I'll just fully commit for 30 days because once I went to Saudi, then I'll have alcohol Mm -hmm. there. So that was two weeks of not drinking and I didn't drink the week before. So I'm like, okay, well, I have a week left. Like might as well just make it dry April. (laughs) And so, but we went to a going away party and I'm like, 
oh my gosh, like this is like day 29. Is this going away party? And I literally feel like I'm just going to drink a beer because I don't want to explain why I'm not drinking. And like, I know that if I don't have a drink in my hand, everyone's gonna be like, why aren't you drinking? Like, and if it was alcohol neutrality and I could walk into a situation and know that no one's going to comment on it, then in a perfect world, I could just not drink and no one would have said anything. You could do what feels comfortable for you and yeah. they could do what feels comfortable for them. Yeah. And I think we've said it probably both in part one and part two of the honest conversation about drinking is like, you don't go up and ask someone why they're drinking. Hey, how come you're drinking today? Was it a stressful work week? Do you, are you unhappy in your relationship? Like, I Have s- you not resolved your childhood trauma? You don't ask that. So why are we asking people mm-hmm. why they're not drinking? I see you're blacked out and you pissed your pants. Like, what do you want to unpack from this? Like, <laughs> what? Why are you? Is this just for fun? Is this a problem? Like, you don't say that. Mm-mm. It's just like funny and you're, you film them and then everyone goes home and forgets about it. And, and maybe it was. crippling anxiety. Yeah. But. Maybe it was just a funny night. But like, what if they are actually yeah. abusing alcohol? Yeah. <laughs> And I, everyone obviously has their own relationship with alcohol and how that started for them. For me, the timeline of my parents getting divorced between the summer of eighth grade and freshman year is also kind of when a lot of people start drinking. I feel like once they get to high school, not sure where you guys went to high school, but that's how it was where I'm from. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was in Nebraska. Yeah, like freshman, sophomore mm-hmm. year. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes, eighth, yeah, that, that transition period for mm-hmm. sure. And since that was a hard time and the person I was dating had cheated on me and there was like so much change in my life and us moving to two different homes and there was some other stuff. I just started drinking and like became that party girl in high school. Mm-hmm. And then that stayed with me through college and I managed a bar and nightclub. And so I basically feel like what I was going through at that time, alcohol like numbed my issues. And so I didn't really think about them until I stopped drinking a few years ago. And now I'm like, okay, I'm actually ready to face those things. So in some ways I will give alcohol the credit or other drugs and things that I don't know how to phrase this, but this girl named Emma, she did a great job of saying it is like, there are some times where it can actually keep people alive. If their pain hurts too bad, alcohol or drugs are a way to mask that sadness, grief, anger until you're ready to deal with it. Granted, it would be better in our society, I think, if we just had therapy and could have open conversations or whatever, but we're not there yet. And I, at such a young age, like was not able to like cope with all of that. And I wish I would have stopped drinking much earlier so that I didn't have all those pain bodies in me for 10 years. But now that I stopped drinking, started going to therapy, working on myself, I'm like, oh, I'm like picking up where I left off from like eighth, ninth grade Allison before all of that happened. I don't really know where I was going with this, but like, yeah, you're not going to like say all of those things at a party when someone (laughs) asks you why you're not drinking. So it's like, usually there's more underneath someone's relationship with alcohol than like, I like the taste of like a good beer Mm -hmm. usually. And so in the same way that we just don't ask people about their childhood trauma and things like right out of the gate at a party. Or their body insecurities or their (laughs) politics, like literally any of these, like you said, faux pas topics. Why can't alcohol have that same mindset? Yeah. Okay, so with all of that, I feel like we should truly define what we think alcohol neutrality is, how we can all apply it to our own lives, and how, yeah, we can use that moving forward. Mm -hmm. Such a great question, as this is kind of the title of this episode, but it's like, yeah, what really is alcohol neutrality? I think it's achieving a point where you are not triggered by one side or the other. And I think that almost means that, like, if you stop drinking and you are at that event and someone is like, why aren't you drinking? To be able to just be like, oh, I just like don't want to. And like, oh, I didn't even think about it. Yeah. And it not 
being this detrimental, really emotional, upsetting question. And on the other side, for someone who's, I don't want to say pro-drinking, because that's what we're trying to avoid here, someone who regularly drinks, da 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 isn't upset when they see someone who's chosen a sober curious lifestyle and doesn't feel like, oh, I can't be friends with that person anymore because we're not going to be able to drink together and not using it as a way to divide your relationship with someone. Because I, I feel like a lot of messages that we get of people being like, I'm exploring a sober curious lifestyle, but like it's really affecting my relationships. I'm not getting invited to things. People feel like they can't include me on going to the winery or going out on a Saturday night and stuff. Mm -hmm. Or being like, oh, all my friends still drink and I don't drink and I want to do other activities besides drinking. So I think both sides have a lot of work to do where as a culture, we need more events where alcohol isn't the focal point. And I think that that is also what alcohol neutrality means is like alcohol shouldn't be the center focus of a sporting event. Like take the College World Series, for example, it's coming to Omaha next month. How many people are going to watch the baseball game versus how many people are using it as an excuse to get drunk? Yeah. Because some people go to the game, they watch all nine innings. Maybe they get a beer before, get a beer at the game. But some people literally just go straight to the bar downtown and like don't watch any sports. Right. So yeah, it could be either way, but some people totally just go to the tent and just get drunk. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's, yeah, there's two ways. It's upon ourselves as people who might consume or not consume alcohol and it's upon others or yourself perceiving mm -hmm. others consuming or not consuming alcohol and just creating an environment where you're not making it harder for someone to be sober mm -hmm. and you're not encouraging them to be a drinker either. Just yeah. not making someone question their choices, basically, when those choices are so deeply personal. Mm -hmm. Kind of like that quote that's like, someone else's ask is not my emergency. I think it's kind of like someone else's relationship is not my business. Mm -hmm. And then I have one wrapping up thought of if anyone is pursuing a sober curious journey, a bit of advice that really, really, really helped me when I was first going through this. All His name is Saad Simone. Mm -hmm. He talked about how recognizing how you celebrate and how you cope was like the first way when he realized that like maybe he did have a, a strained relationship with substances. He said, like, when something great happens in my life and I want to celebrate something, I'm drinking and doing drugs. When something goes wrong in my life, I'm drinking and doing drugs. And so it was merging these life events and situations into using the same activities. And I do feel like there's a, that's an easier way to differentiate where are you going to the College World Series and having a beer as a way to celebrate? Oh my gosh, it's a beautiful Saturday. I'm getting to see my friends. I had you know, a busy week at work and now I have this afternoon off versus like, oh my God, this was the worst week ever. I can't pay off my house. And you're just spiraling. So you get drunk or you, so you don't have to think about those things, but all of those problems are still there. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it's like, sometimes I catch myself if I have a really long edit, if I'm editing videos, I'm like, should I drink a beer? I'm like so stressed about this. I'm like, wait, what? No, like, why am I thinking that? Like, it's like, you do think about, should I grab something from the fridge to like not be so stressed about this right. work thing rather than like, oh my gosh, my best friend Heidi's in from town. Like, let's go get drinks to celebrate. Yes. Totally different things. Yeah. 
just being aware totally of agree. those intentions behind consuming. So with that and alcohol neutrality, being aware of what your purpose is when you're drinking or having drinks with friends or coping with your emotions. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so many of the messages that we end up sharing on here, I just feel like a lot of it does go back to intention. Like mm-hmm. in our relationships, last week's episode, is the person intentionally causing you harm or stress or were they just existing in their own world and their chaos kind of rubbed off on you or whatever? Or with alcohol neutrality, like is your intention, it's the alcohol is just kind of a part of the event or is it to mask all of the issues that you're going through? Mm-hmm. And my last kind of thought would just be like, if you are on this journey, be really, really patient with yourself because if you've been drinking for X amount of years, that means that like those behaviors and activities have been conditioned as a part of your routine, like for me for 10 years. So I kind of feel like that's why maybe cold turkey doesn't work for a lot of people because you have to rewire your brain. Like in those situations where it's like maybe you used to have a beer all the time when you were editing, like that was like a habitual routine. Not saying you did that, but like for someone. <laughs> yeah. And then to just like not have that be a part of your life, like it takes a long time mm. to stop having those urges or for that to be the thought. So give yourself some grace and you're not a bad person if you drink alcohol. You're not a bad person if you celebrate with alcohol or if you cope with alcohol or other drugs. Like We're human. Yeah. That's how it just goes. But we can all control how we word things to other people or how we word things to ourselves. And yeah, I think with alcohol neutrality, it's just hopefully creating an environment for everyone around us to thrive, for everyone to do whatever they think works best Mm -hmm. for them, whether that's 12 drinks on the weekend or zero. Mm -hmm. I think that's the whole point of this conversation. Like, we don't care. I don't care what you do. Absolutely not. Yeah. You're in your lane. I'm in my lane. And I think that is why that creator made that video. Like, maybe they felt like the sober person was judging them. Like, that sober girl who has that as her entire personality. The girl who made that video probably thinks that creator judges people like her who go out for happy hours on a Tuesday. Like, Mm -hmm. no, I think that's the whole point of this conversation is like, why don't we all just do our own thing? Don't make videos shaming those people. Don't make conversations shaming those people or making them feel uncomfortable. Like, Mm -hmm. oh, why aren't you drinking? Are you pregnant? Are you, do you have an issue? It's like, no, let's just not ask that. 100%. (laughs) What's that old rule? Like at the dinner table, no talk about politics, religion, or something else, but we're adding alcohol. No, that's literally, okay, the sororities do it right because when you go through recruitment it's like no boys booze bible bank account or something else with the B there's five B's and okay. booze is in it for the sorority so they already knew what they were doing not bringing up booze oh yeah. yeah okay well that's a great spot to end on what do you guys think do you like this alcohol neutrality are you going to try and implement it what do you guys think your own lives let us know we're excited to share this and we hope that it can Personally. be a catalyst for more conversations and hopefully it can reach the right people because I'm sure all of our listeners are like empathetic queens and slay at being (laughs) considerate and kind but hopefully it can just spread you guys can help facilitate the message with the masses that need it yeah that need to know that alcohol neutrality is possible and with that thank you for listening to another episode of already friends we will catch you guys next week thanks so much bye Thank you for listening to another episode of Already Friends. We want to tell you guys, what is our favorite thing in this world? Getting Apple and Spotify reviews. So to thank you guys, when we hit 500 reviews on Apple and Spotify, we're going to give you one of your favorite things. And we're going to tell you what it is. It's a $50 gift card to wherever you want. Please, come on. We're desperate. We're literally dreaming up these reviews in our sleep. Got to help us get there. We want to keep creating great Already Friends podcast shows for you guys. We need those reviews. So don't make us beg, all right? <laughs> yeah. 
us. So leave your rating, leave your review, screenshot it, send it to us. And yeah, when we hit 500, we'll pick two of you guys to get a $50 gift card to wherever you choose. Thank you guys so much for listening. And we will catch you in the review section of our show. Love y'all. Love ya. Bye. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.